Right, coming up now, we have Andrew Cantwell. As I said, good evening here on a Thursday night, here on the Jamie Heaney Show on Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM, your voice, your music, your station. We've got Andrew Cantwell. Is that how you pronounce your... It certainly is, Jamie, yeah. Uh, thank God for that. I, I get mixed up with a lot of names and all that. And got, no, no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> welcome along, Andrew. And, uh, thanks for popping on for having a wee chat. And we're going to play a few of your singles. Um, I do believe you originally from Renfrew. I am, yeah. Um, I've, I was actually born in the east end of Glasgow. I was born in Duke Street. <laughs> Duke Street? And, yeah. Um, I believe... That was a maternity hospital at one point, and then it became a mental hospital. That's right, the Duke Street Hospital. Um, You're right, aye. Yeah, so I stayed there for what in the hospital? Know, I stayed in Parkhead, um, uh-huh. Corrie Now Street. I stayed there for a couple of years as a baby, and uh-huh. then we moved to Renfrew. Uh-huh. Uh, I stayed there most of my life. I was brought up in Renfrew with my granny. Uh-huh. Um, I came to England in 2000. I was just saying to Alistair there. Uh-huh. A lovely wee place called Livam St Anne's. Uh-huh. For some obscure reason, I ended up in Wigan. You know, it's uh-huh. like, it was that's kind of a weird thing. thought, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I've been here ever since. Uh, it's my home for home, but uh-huh. you know, I do really miss Renfrew. I've got a lot of connection to Renfrew and I still uh-huh. you know, keep in touch with a lot of people back home. There's a lot of good talent coming out of that young girl, exactly. Yeah, coming out of Paisley and Renfrew and Johnson at the moment. Absolutely good, fantastic music there. Do you ever frequent in the, when you were, oh no, you were a baby, the, 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 the bungalow barn Paisley? There's a lot of good it's music. It's funny you mentioned that, um, Jamie. I've recently been, you know, told about a book that's just came out by one of my friends. Um, and one of my family um, has been a mad punk since the 1970s. Uh, he, he's been in a band called Fire Exit, uh-huh. uh, who are incidentally coming down to Wigan next year. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's told me numerous stories about the Bungalow Bar, which was uh-huh. kind of just before my time. No, know, I was brilliant. a 70s, a 70s yeah, baby. A 70s and baby. <laughs> and I would have loved to have went to it. And, I, I, you know, I remember reading about places, uh, you know, when they banned punk everywhere. Uh, and it, it uh-huh. went from the Bungalow Bar to the Silver Threads in Paisley. Uh-huh. Uh, what, what was the other one? Uh, cotton something? The Cotton what Club, I believe, was a cotton another place. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. I remember so, that. I mean, I've always been brought up in music, um, you know, yeah. from a very early age. And music was always my passion, yeah, you know, and I always helped other people. I always, like, you know, try to network and promote gigs locally in Renfrew and Paisley. Yeah. I never, ever decided to do it myself until I came down to Wigan. Yeah. So so, so, what, so what, what actually got you into the music as in playing that, Andrew? My brothers are all musicians, and, uh-huh. and they were... When these kind of people that would never show me anything, they would just show off. Were you the beast, brother? And I had this massive inferiority complex that I'll never be as good as them. Uh, And the birth of the internet, I kind of taught myself, you know, some chords. And I was always like a a bedroom player. Uh, And down here, I don't know if it's the same up there, but there was a lot of um, open mics and sing-arounds and that kind of, you know, sort of community. And I started to go to them and get a wee bit of confidence, but I was always uh-huh. a bedroom yeah. player. 
And Aye. it was my son. My son went to music college and he said, Dad, you need to come to this. You'll love this. My son is called Dylan. And I said, you, you can't go to college with your son. Come on, behave yourself. Anyway, he managed to convince me to go. And I Aye. went. And it was like, wow, this is my tribe. You know, I thought I was going to be the oldest guy there. And I was surrounded by, you know, musicians that are tutors and lecturers and engineers. Aye. And, and they kind of inspired me to write my own songs and record my own songs. Uh-huh. And it, it's been staggering ever since, you know, the, the response. So is that, when you first start, is that when you first actually started writing songs or did Just, you write things so before that? I've always wrote poetry and I've always wrote songs uh-huh. which I thought were no good. Uh-huh. Um, and I had that massive inferiority complex. And it was a guy called John Kettle, who's in a, a big folk band called Merry Hell. I have my lecturers, Aye. you know, at the college. And he plays on my, my CDs. Uh, John uh-huh. produced and engineered it. And he plays guitar and bass, uh, you know, yeah. on my singles. And he kind of just um, came into the rehearsal room one day and said, listen, you need to write more. You need to record more. And uh-huh. I went in out with college time and recorded the first single, Watching the World Go By, with him. Yeah. And the response to that, you know, with family and friends and other musicians that I keep in touch with, was just unbelievable. Uh-huh. And, you know, there's other radio DJs in Scotland, um, like Pulse FM, and I don't uh, know if to yeah. name anyone else, but Ronnie McGee was very, uh, very good Ronnie, supportive. Um, Tommy Clark. Tommy, yeah. And a few other people, um, you know, musicians that I grew up with, uh, like, I don't know if you know Daniel Wiley from The Thieves. Aye. Cosmic Rough Riders. Do you know, I I played Daniel Wiley. I I grew up with his music, you know what I mean? Well, no grew up with him, I'm a 70s kid and all, but it was right into the 80s, you know what I mean? And I grew up with Daniel Wiley and the Cosmic Rough Riders. We play a lot of his music on the station. In fact, I've got one I've got one on the show tonight. <laughs> oh, have you? Um, well, I yeah. used to go and, um, as a, a teenager, I used to go and follow his band everywhere called The Thieves. Oh, oh that's right, um, yeah. Daniel and I became friends, you know, many, many years ago. Uh, and he bought my two CDs. Um, and he's always been very supportive, you know, to my music. Um, <clears throat> and just music in general. We talk about music quite often via social media. And other people, you know, like the guy from King of Birds, uh, Charlie Gorman, he's from Paisley. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I used to go and watch his band years ago called Murmur. Murmur. I've always kept in touch with uh, Charlie as well. And uh-huh. uh, he compared my music to Steve Errol, believe it or not, and gave me a lot of support. That is, so, that is a good compliment. I mean, some of the confidence that I, you know, because I always had quite low self-esteem as far as my music was concerned. I always had belief and other people and promoting yeah. other people uh, and these kind of people said do it yourself Andrew you know, right. you know and I did the first single and then I did the second single Lockdown Love and the uh-huh. response has been unbelievable right. we're going to talk about that as I say um, the, the watching the world go by that's the one you've done with um, it was like on that EP you've done cover versions of the Waterboys as well yeah, so you were right into the water boys as well then, I Mike Scott's an underrated hero. I think personally he's one of the best songwriters ever to come out of Scotland. Uh-huh. 
And What's your favourite Wall Boy song? Oh, now you're asking. Everyone will say the whole of the moon, but I, aye, I love aye. you know the album Fisherman's Blues. Oh. I love that. You know, and the outtakes from that, the sessions when he does a lot of Bob Dylan stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm a massive Bob that. Dylan fan. Um, oh, I gathered that with the boy's name, Dylan. <laughs> yeah. And if you were to put me in the spot, Mike Scott solo stuff, you know, I don't know if uh -huh. you've heard that, but one of the tracks that he uh, wrote called Open. Uh-huh. I think it's a beautiful track, but... The one I recorded is the B side, and a lot of people think it's, uh, you know, Ellie Golden's song. Uh huh. How long will I love you? It's actually Mike Scott that wrote that, and not a lot of people uh -huh. are aware of that. Uh, uh -huh. and I believe, I believe I was reading uh, not so long ago. They're going to re-record it. Are they? Yes. You're going to get them uh, uh, let you join in, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that would be a That'd dream be a come true. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Actually, one of my favourite Waterboys ones is um, it was a um, Ragtaggle, Dipsy. Yeah, yeah, I love that. It's a cover version, why. isn't it? I think uh -huh. it's a cover yeah, version. but they did they, 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 they brilliant. Um, right, as I say, not mean that. Um, watching the world go by, not mean this. Wait, what was what is your taking this that song then? What is your taking that? I went into music uh, school one morning and. Mm -hmm. On the way there, um, I passed a homeless guy, you uh -huh. know, and he actually asked me to tune his guitar. Hi. Yeah, so I was tuning his guitar in the street, and it was, you know, pouring with rain. And as I was walking towards college, you know, when I went into college, they asked us to write something, you know, that meant something to us. And I kind of wrote the verses within 10, 15 minutes. And uh -huh. I came home that night and my son actually recorded me just doing a, you know, a rough version of it on yeah. his phone. And I took it back into college on the Monday and, you know, John Kettle says to me, that's a really good song, you know, there's some really good messages in there. Um, why don't you record it? Uh, and there's a certain bit in the song that's, um, you know, it's a tattoo on my arm, one love, one life, uh -huh. one girl. Oh, um, aye. A line from a Wild Hearts song, uh, uh -huh. a rock band, uh, and I kind of played about with that, and it, it just kind of grew legs within a day, That's and good. I went in and recorded it. And John Kettle's just an absolute genius, in my opinion. He's right. one of the best sound engineers in the country. Uh, he's very, uh, you know, he's a perfectionist, uh -huh. and he just inspired me, you know, to go for it. That's great. Right, here we go, here on Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM on the James Haney Show with Andrew Cantwell and, of course, this is Watching the World Go By. Sky. I'm just feeling 
you go watching the world go by by Andrew Cantwell. Right. Um, what I was going to ask you was, um, I see that you like to kind of a favourite bands like Gun, Rolling Stones, and Blondie. Yeah, it's very interesting, Jamie. I'm friends. <laughs> I'm friends with Jules and Dante, and uh, you know, I was going when to I, say that. when I did media studies at Langside College in Glasgow, I went to see Gun at the Mayfair. Aye, the Mayfair. I was absolutely <laughs> blown away. And that was back in the early days. And oh, then they got the support uh, to the Rolling Stones at Hamden in 1990 in the right. Jungle oh. Tour. And I took my brother to see that. And I was absolutely blown away. Um, you know, getting to see the Stones was magic, but getting to see the, the band that I loved, Gun, you know, as uh -huh. young guys for Glasgow supporting them was just... You know, oh, phenomenal. And I've seen them probably 50 times since then uh, with, uh -huh. with different, you know, variations of the lineup. Um, you know, I, I actually run a thing on Facebook called Gun Fans Taking Over the World. It's a sort of fan base group. And uh -huh. through that, I've managed to, you know, network with friends of Gun throughout the world. And I mm -hmm. always go and see them anytime they play in Manchester. You know, they're kind enough to put me on the guest list. Oh, you know, aye. It's, it's fantastic. They're a great band, even the line-up today, uh, you know, which a lot of people were a wee bit disjointed about, you know, they're not the same as the same uh -huh. line-up that done Taking on the World or Swagger or Gallus. But I don't know if you've heard any of their own stuff recently. You know, no, Dante, well, not recently, because, uh, I mean, to be honest with you, Andrew, I would probably gauge your own like better days taking on the world, you know yeah. what I mean? That's because I remember the gun were actually on the very first um Tina Park, Matt That's Rankin, right, you know. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, I was on their guest list then, so I was due to a few I good friends. I heard a cover version, I don't know if it was on Cam Glenn, but I heard a cover version recently of a guy for Glasgow uh, doing a, a very stripped back version of Taking on uh -huh. the World, which was phenomenal. Uh, what an album. The guy's name. I'll That's find out and I'll get it played. <laughs> yeah. Right, we're going to go into your second song. Right, uh, How Long Will I Love You? I decided to that? record that because, obviously, it's one of my favourite Waterboys songs. Uh -huh. um, and I, I did, um, you know, I actually, in rehearsal, I, I was doing a duet with another girl, uh, and it sounded really good. And uh, there was a girl at college who's a phenomenal artist in their own right called Alex Strickland. Um, who just had the voice for it. And uh -huh. I decided um, to get everyone in together and surround myself with a, p a pianist. You know, there was a, a drummer, a live drummer, um, a bass guitarist who was one of the students called Will Watts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, John Kettle played guitar on that. And I'd actually recorded it, and it was really, really weird because the vocal and the acoustic uh, guitar track of that was pre-recorded uh -huh. and we had to like use that and work around that and, it, right. it just, and it's not the normal way that John would record uh-huh sometimes but, he worked out the better yeah they managed to come up with you know the b-side uh, uh -huh. you know I've had a lot of good uh, you know response about that song in particular because it's so well known Aye. But I always like to tell people, well, it's not an Ellie Golden song, you know, who made it big. It's actually a Mike Scott song. And then that, uh -huh. that's got a kind of knock-on effect. 
because I then tell them you should listen to the Water Boys and you know you should listen, you know, especially to Mike Scott as a songwriter. Uh-huh. Yeah, one of my friends from Liverpool, he he in fact he used he was into punk and all that. I don't know if you heard him, Ian Prouse. Oh, he's very good. Amsterdam, Pelly. Uh-huh. That's that's who his influence was where. The Water Boys, that's what got him into the music he's into now. In fact, see if you're ever near Liverpool, go down on a Monday night. He does in the, the open mic in the cavern. Oh, does he? Uh-huh. I've seen him advertise, but obviously the lockdown had something to, to do with it. But there's a place here called the Old Courts, and uh-huh. it was actually, you know, due to play there, and I was going to go and see him. Um, John Kettles, I'm a big, big fan of him. Uh-huh. And, and he's, he's name dropped him numerous times, uh-huh. um, especially the band Pelly, which I believe was his uh, first oh, band. Yeah, well, brilliant, brilliant band. As I say, see if they do go down, Andrew, phone, uh, get in contact with him. He's on my Facebook. Get in contact with him. Tell me if you want a guest list. He's a phenomenal songwriter. I've listened to uh, him yeah, a few he's, times. You know, oh, he's, 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 he's brilliant. That's what I'm saying. He took, he took his influence for the Water Boys. Do you see yourself going that way, or? I've got so many, you know, musical influences. You know, I was brought up, I lost my mum when I was five. Uh-huh. And I was I was brought up with my mum's brothers and sisters. Uh, uh-huh. I was fostered with my granny. And, and they were all, you know, in one room I had like Hopwind and Genesis and, uh-huh. you know, Peter Gabriel and Pink Floyd and all that kind of stuff. And then in the other room, it was Bowie and T-Rex and oh. you know, punk, like Blondie. Uh, Parallel uh-huh. Lines was the first record that I was ever bought. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and I've always been a massive Blondie fan. Uh, and, I mean, I would say that kind of influenced me to get into music. Right. And then through that, when I was in high school, people were listening to Culture Club and Duran Duran and stuff like that. <laughs> And I was going to see gigs at the age of 14 and getting into people like Bowie and Lou Reed and punk music. And that just kind of developed for there. And I've always had a, a, you know, a a right good knowledge about music in Mm -hmm. terms of listening to it. Ah, I listen to it. (laughs) But I would say (laughs) my main hero, and I don't think anyone comes anywhere near, is Bob Dylan. Aye. Um, in fact, I remember uh, uh, reading, uh, reading about him. I'm a mad, mad Johnny Cash fan. Uh, Bob Dylan was right into Johnny Cash. Him and Johnny Cash were real good friends. So that's well. right. They recorded uh, together as well. That's they? right. They uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it's funny anyway. you mentioned the Water Boys. They were heavily influenced by Dylan as well. And Mike Scott... Uh-huh. Um, he used to write fanzines uh, and send letters to Patty Smith, so so he was intri- uh, you know influenced by a lot of punk music as well, the same as myself. Yeah. And Brian Byrne that, that does one of the other shows. That's you know, right, a, Brian. A lot of the stuff that I listen to, and I recently just recorded a version of uh, Kevin McDermott's song, uh-huh. where we were meant to be. Mm-hmm. So I like a lot of Scottish singer-songwriters. I grew up listening to, you know, Kevin McDermott, I can... Daniel Wiley, who I mentioned, you know, and I, I listened a lot to Love and Money, Lloyd Cole, oh, Peter Grant, uh, James Grant. Oh, and all that kind of stuff as a teenager, you know, that they were the kind of bands that I went to see. And then obviously Gun and Texas. Um, 
you know, and it's I always went to gigs when I was younger. Uh huh. And I probably went to a gig nearly every night of the week when I stayed in Renfrew. <laughs> and I miss all that. You know, the last time I was home in Glasgow, my son, he got me into a Glasgow band called Churches, and we went to the Hydro to see them. Oh, they're good. Yeah, they, they were phenomenal live. Right. Okay, then. Right, we're going to play this How Long Will I Love You um, here on Cam Glen Radio with Andrew Cantmill here on the Jamie Heaney Show. Okay, okay. How how long will I love you? What I meant to ask you is, but you, earlier on you were talking about your eighties music, and that, uh, loving money and all that. Do you find a difference between the music then and now? Because I seem to think that it's kind of a similar. No, the, the live music, the live music circuit. If you know what I mean, do you see a difference or? There is a resurgence now, obviously, with vinyl. A lot of people are getting more into vinyl. And uh, when you mentioned Love and Money, um, the keyboard player, he's got his own label now in Glasgow, uh -huh. and he's re-releasing a lot of old, uh, you know, 80s, 90s vinyl, again, right. which, which is great to see. I kind of get stuck, you know, between the 70s and the 80s. And uh -huh. That's the stuff I always seem to fall back to. Uh, the late 70s. Late 70s. You right. know, and I like a lot of, like, Frankie Miller, you know, Alex oh. Harvey. Um, you know, obviously the Rolling Stones. Yeah. You know, Bob Dylan as well. 
But what you said about 80s music, there's a lot of similarities. I can see a lot of electronic music coming back into it. Yeah, there does seem to be a lot of similar music out there. Um, what I was going to ask you as well is, how many gigs have you been doing lately, well, before the lockdown? Lockdowns had a major impact on it. Um, hopefully, we're getting back to some kind of normality. Um, I tend to do open mics. I was at one last night, which was a godsend, you know, to get back into performing. And I ended up, you know, doing a couple of tracks with other people and ended up playing about nine or ten songs last night uh, because it was kind of quiet. Um, but, you know, we don't know from one week to the next whether that's yeah. going to be the case. I, I believe the date got moved again to uh, yesterday. So I, I like hosting uh, and getting involved with a lot of open mics uh -huh. and supporting, you know, live music locally. Uh, yeah. we, we've been doing through lockdown a lot of stuff, you know, via social media, recording ourselves and, you, you know, doing uh -huh. it remotely, which is really all we can do. But yeah, I'm right. hoping, you know... In August, there's regular stuff around Wigan, uh, which will hopefully have an adverse effect on getting back into playing live as well. Yeah. Right, it's talking about live. Um, tell me, I'll ask everybody this. What is the best live gig you've done? I played at a festival in London a couple of years ago um, oh. in a place called <coughs> East Grinstead. And... When I walked out, there was over like 1,500 people there and I got the fright of my life. <laughs> you know, and I was part of a duet then. Uh, but I did that. Just once you're there, you just got to go on with it and yeah. face it. And, and that kind of gave me a lot of confidence. I was always very, very nervous when I performed. Mm -hmm. You know, but, you know, that's slowly but surely getting better and better. No. And what's your worst gig? <laughs> you're the going to be honest. The very first time I did an open mic in Livam St Anne's and you could actually hear it in my voice that I was shaking. Uh -huh. you know, they recorded it that night on the mixing desk and they gave me a CD at the end of the night and I rushed home to listen to it and when I put it on you could actually hear my voice quivering that I was uh -huh. that scared. Um, but it gave me the confidence to go back the following week <laughs> That's what it is about, isn't it? Just yeah. getting up and doing it again. Um, where can you get your music, um, Andrew? It's on all the major streaming platforms like Spotify, um, Amazon Music, iTunes, um, YouTube Music, and there's also limited physical, you know, physical copies of the CD oh. available uh, that they can actually get by sending me an email um, or you know, sending a wee donation to cover the postage. Uh -huh. uh, my pay PayPal address is uh, paypal.me uh -huh. forward slash Wigan Indie Radio. And my email uh -huh. address is just my full name, Andrew Cantwell at live.co.uk. Right. Okay. Right. We're going to go into the last uh, final song. And this is Lockdown Love. What's that about? Now you're asking. <laughs> you should have known I was going to ask you. <laughs> Obviously, lockdown, there's a lot of people fell in and out of love. Oh, I. Um, I um, met a girl just prior to lockdown, and f for whatever reason, we quickly fell in love, and I wrote the song. 
Uh-huh. Now, a lot of people had to make a decision, you know, when the pandemic started, whether to live uh-huh. together or, or live apart. Uh, and I chose to live, uh, you know, with this um, girlfriend of mine at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was wonderful, you know, but through that, because we couldn't go to pubs or any of these places, we had to find yeah. our own amusement, which we, we did by going out walks. Uh-huh. I found loads of walks in Wigan that I never even knew existed. So uh-huh. there's a lot of lyrical content in the song about Mother Nature and, you know, the robins in the tree and so on. Uh, and it's really just, you know, it's got a kind of spiritual message to it about falling in love. Uh, and uh-huh. incidentally, you know, that's exactly what it was, a lockdown love. Because uh-huh. the irony of it, as soon as we actually came out of lockdown, we split up. Oh, God. <laughs> Goodness sake. Right, as I say, many, many thanks, um, Andrew, for coming on tonight and uh, having a wee chat. And hopefully, uh, as I say, if you get mu- more music up and going, just get it across to us. Okay, you're on camera. It's Cam been Glenn an Radio. absolute pleasure, uh, no, Jamie, and thanks for inviting me. And, <laughs> you know, I'm hopeful, you know, the other people in Cam Glen as well as, you know, uh-huh. other stations in Scotland and elsewhere you uh-huh. know, can you know, spread the word, hopefully. Oh, we will. That's, that's, what, that's what the community radios do. I mean, the community radios are, I'm not saying better, but you've got a better chance of getting heard and noticed, you know what I mean, on the community radios as in the big mainstream ones kind of a thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, thanks very much, you. you know, for your support <laughs> as well, you know. Listen, uh, you're more than welcome, Andrew. Right, this is... Andrew Catwell and, of course, Lockdown Love here on Cam Glen Radio, the Jamie Haney Show on 107.9 FM, your voice, your music, your station. Many, many thanks, Andrew. You take care. And God and bless. yourself. God bless. Right. Thank bye you. Now. Right, bye. Never have I witnessed a lover that's so true. Remarkable and self-assured in everything you do The healing hands of virtue The songbird seems to sing The joy of love around us Mother Nature always brings It's just lockdown love, you one in a million Lockdown love, you more than enough Lockdown love Our love gets blessed From every road we walk upon The fields of green and gold Together we are so as one It's a fairy tale untold It's just lockdown love You want in a million Lockdown love You more than enough Lockdown love Love, can you hear me screaming?
as we feel our strong embrace. A smile so glowing radiates across your smiling face. Many, many thanks there to Andrew Cantwell for coming in and uh, having a wee chat and playing some of his music. Just like to wish him all the success in that and uh, hopefully see him soon.